It's in great shape. Um, you know, there's so many programs that RSM has taken over or instituted to raise money, and it gets almost confusing. You know, Lonto Griffin is leading the the player, the tour player birdies race coming into this week. He told me in Bermuda the only reason he was playing Bermuda was to make more birdies to try to win the $300,000. He'd already won, um, what, 50000 I guess, in Houston. And on top of that, you know, we have some programs we run here for local charities. And then RSM took over our Birdies for Love program a few years ago. And last year did $2.8 million. And this year, $3.8 million to charities. And it flows through the Davis Love Foundation, but it affects their 80 offices, 80 different communities around the country that that money goes back to. So um, just incredibly blessed to have a partner like RSM that um, gets what the tour does and gets what our foundation does and um, pushes us to be better and, and raise more money for children and families in need. So it was a, an incredible night last night for, for everybody. We had a great party. Obviously, the, the amateurs are looking to get their pro-am team and, and get ready to kick the week off. And then to start it off with a $3.8 million check is really incredible. And then everything else we do this week will go to local charities um, to support things in our community. And now for the state of your game, a mind-boggling number. This is your 769th start, which is fourth all-time on tour. Just comment a little bit about the state of your game and the longevity of your career as well. Well, um, I've been really blessed to play this long, obviously. Um, I've had a few injuries, or I'd already passed Mr. Mark Brooks at 802 or 3, whatever he is. Um, he's been saying that if you go to pass me, I want a caddy in that tournament. <laughs> so we've been back and forth on the Champions Store a lot about that record. Um, I had a plan at the start of last season that I was going to play full seasons on the PGA Tour last year and this season and would break that record. Um, I had another surgery this summer that stalled that game plan. So it's going to be getting harder and harder for me to break Brooksy's record. So he may be safe now. Um, obviously, I announced a deal. I'm going to do some TV for CBS next year. So I will not pass him in CBS events <laughs> on the next few years. So I'm going to have to play around uh, that schedule. But uh, state of my game is um, I'm hitting the ball pretty well on the driving range. And um, in practice, I just haven't been shooting um, very good scores, either on the Champions Tour or the regular tour. So I've got to get it in gear, um, start start turning in some better scores. But I'm happy with the way I'm hitting it the majority of the time. And I'm feeling better after my surgery this summer. I'm bouncing back and starting to get my legs under me. That's why I went to Mexico last week. I should have been in here in the office helping Melanie and everybody else. But um, I went to Mexico to play to try to get a few more rounds in and get to playing a little bit better. All right, perfect. We'll get started with questions. Uh, we'll get a microphone if you'll raise your hand. Yep, start with Rex. Davis, this is obviously 10 years for the RSM, but it's also kind of the end of the decade for a, a span of golf. This is the last official event of the decade. When you look back, just professional golf overall, what sort of stands out to you over the last decade? Well, it's just incredible, you know, how much it's grown. Um, even our little event, how much it's grown in, t in just 10 years, um, how big the tour is. And we're talking about the old days when I started of 
golf really wasn't even on Sports Center, and it wasn't that big a deal. And now, you know, Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy and obviously Tiger Woods are superstars in the world of sport, you know, not just in golf. And it's amazing what the PGA Tour, what, what all the golf organizations have done. I mean, you never thought the Masters could really be much bigger when I started playing it. And it's incredible how big the Masters and how big the U.S. Open is. So it's just amazing how much it's grown. Um, the, obviously, the purses and the charity and everything around it. Um, and we have to give a lot of credit, obviously, to Arnie and Jack. But then there was the Greg Norman bump, you know, and the Fred Couples bump, you know, superstars like that that made golf fun and cool for a generation. Now, obviously, Tiger is affecting a generation. And then Ricky Fowler, how many little kids wear orange hats, you know, on the golf course? You know, we have stars now that are influencing the next generation. So it's amazing where it's come, and it's been fun to, to see all of it. Um, I've really seen the major growth during my span on tour, so it's been a lot of fun to watch. And I, I don't, I don't think there is any limit. It's just going to keep going. All right, go to Kathy. I have two. First, how do you feel the new PGA Tour schedule is working out, and with the fall events and with the everybody says compressed majors, but that's still a month apart. And then the second one is, is do you know exactly what you're going to be doing for CBS? Um, I'll answer the first. The second one first, no. <laughs> Lance Barrow was actually here yesterday, coordinating producer and close friend of mine, and he still doesn't really know what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to practice uh, after Thanksgiving with uh, Lance and my other friend that I've grown up with on the, on the tour, Jim Rickoff. They're going to try to see if I can, I can handle a microphone um, and what I can do. But I, I have always been, no matter what, whether it's in this office or Ryder Cup, President's Cup, I'll do whatever the team needs me to do. And I, I'll walk. I told Sean McManus I would pull cable and work in the compound if this, that's, where, that's where you start on the ground floor. Um, but you all know that I, I've been hanging around the CBS crew. I'm, I'm welcome in the compound or the truck all the time because of my friendships with so many guys on that team. So. We're going to figure that out before San Diego. But I have a feeling I'm going to do some on the ground and, and maybe some in a tower. So excited about that. I love the new schedule. Um, obviously, I've played in a whole bunch of different versions of the schedule when there was a silly season and then the, when there was a short official fall and it's gone back and forth. But I like it. Um, the major championships, which I'll include the players' championship in that so I can bump my number up a little bit. The five big tournaments are spread out in, an, in a nice order. Obviously. I think the Olympics throws us a monkey wrench every time we have it, but um, the players have really embraced the Olympics. They, it's a goal now, obviously Ryder Cup and President's Cup. So no matter how you do it, like you said, no matter how you lay it out there, there's going to be five or six to eight big tournaments that everybody's going to plan their year around. And um, I think it flows very nicely now. All right. Yep. Back. Hey, Davis. Uh, I was just wondering your thoughts on Ricky Fowler getting added to the President's Cup team. As someone who made him a, a captain at the 2016 Ryder Cup, you, you obviously have insight into what makes him such a good pick. Uh, I'll go all the way back to 2010 when I was assistant for Corey Pavin. And Corey knew that I knew 
you know, the Bob Tways and the Oklahoma State guys, the Scott Verplanks. He said, you know, find out about Ricky. Um, we've, we've got to make this last pick. And when I called them, Bob Tway pointedly said, he should be your first pick. Um, and Ricky proved that, uh, you know, over in Wales. He played like a veteran. Um, we were nervous about picking a, picking a rookie. But, you know, Ricky loves the stage, you know, a lot like a Phil Mickelson or um, yeah, now hanging around Kevin Kisner or some. There's some guys that like to walk out on the final green and make that putt. They want the ball with, with no time on the clock. And Ricky's that guy. And, um, you know, I know he hasn't been playing that much, but Ricky in the team room, Ricky as a partner, um, look, Guess who took him? Phil Mickelson's like, I want Ricky. You know, um, Ricky's a guy you want on your side. And I think, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for Brooks, but uh, I think they, um, you know, picked up a, an all around, you know, team guy, both playing and in the team room. So I'm excited for him. All right, Adam. Davis, why did you think this was the right time to head into the booth for you? Um, well, my body would tell you that it's been it's been coming the last two or three years that I need to slow down playing. I need to play a little less. Um, timing is right. Just again, 25 years of dinner with dinners with the CBS crew, watching where they're going and what they're doing. Um, they're obviously making a lot of changes right now, so it was, it was just good timing. Um, I took the I took the opportunity when when the opportunity was presented to me. You know, I would like to fantasize that I could play on the tour a couple more years and and stay competitive and break that record that we talked about. But I think, you know, my game is showing that I'm losing losing speed, um, losing power. I'm not gonna really play on the on the regular tour on big golf courses. I'd like to play Hilton Head a couple more times maybe, you know, in some of those places, but um you know, I love the PGA Tour, but I know I'm not going to play it forever. And CBS is a team that I've always wanted to be on. So good timing. Is the Champions Tour not appealing to you? No, I love it. I played six out of about eight weeks, um, you know, once the playoffs started. And I had a great time. I, I want to play as much as I can out there. And trust me, the last three years, I've been looking at the CBS versus the NBC versus the PGA Tour versus the Champions Tour block of tournaments. I've been watching it, and I can play. Uh, it, clearly, you can't do both. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be working for CBS and then playing playing golf. Um, but I've looked at it. There's a lot of Champions Tour events that are not opposite CBS golf tournaments. I can play a lot of golf. I can play as much as I want. Uh, I have three granddaughters at home that will be the only thing that keeps me from playing like every week. Um, you know, family and stuff going on at home. But I'm going to play a lot of Champions Tour events and some PGA Tour events. Like Wileye, I, I played played well there last year. I think, you know, that kind of golf course where the ball will run and you have to hit it in the fairway and you have to be – being a veteran is an advantage. A PGA Championship at, you know, 7,800 yards and deep rough, being a – having um, – Experience might not help. Power really helps. You know, Brooks Kepka is going to beat me pretty much every time at a PGA Championship. But some of those little places that um, that I've played well at in the past and I have experience, Hilton Heads and Greensboro's and Wileyes and places like that, I'll still try to play a little bit. All right, let's go up here to Derek and then back to Damon. 
Just uh, speaking some about your, some of your stuff outside of uh, playing, um, you know, obviously just remodeled uh, the plantation course, and you have another course being done in Virginia. Just kind of want to know what just goes into that stuff uh, from your aspect. Well, it's I love the creative side of it. Um, obviously, I can't draw, so I'm not technically an architect. Um, but I know what I like, and I know what um, what suits. I just played with all levels of players out there today in the pro am. I know, you know what, how my mom played the game and how amateurs play the game. We built the plantation course not for the PGA Tour players. We built it for the membership here, the the resort guests and the and the members here. Obviously, are not expert, not all of them expert players, and we have a lot of expert players that live on the island. But um, I enjoy the process. I enjoy the creativity. Um, you'll hear a lot of stories this week that I also enjoy big tractors and bulldozers. So I like I like getting out there and building it. Pete Dye gave me a great piece of advice and an excuse to get on them. He says you're not a golf course architect until you learn how to build it yourself. So I throw that at my brother that, no, Pete told me I had to do this. So um, my caddy, Jeff Weber, his brother, Tom Weber, who just walked, walked the back nine with us, actually built this golf course. And um, he has taught me to run the equipment. So I see me down the road, answer the question before, down the road, uh, I'm going to spend more time, hopefully, um, building golf courses, but literally building, building golf courses. Um, I got to the point where they, they actually left me alone with a, with a bulldozer and said, build, build a green by yourself. It's, now it's time. And um, so I really enjoy that part of it. Um, I was just at Mid-Ocean Club in Bermuda studying what we tried to copy here, C.B. McDonald, Seth Rayner. I love, I, I, I actually bought two more books, you know, to study even after we finished this golf course. I like, I learned a lot on this project. I want to learn more. I want I want to know everything I can know. Ben Crenshaw can tell me everything <laughs> about Rayner or Alistair McKenzie. I don't, I don't have that information. So I look forward to doing more of that. And I, I love the, the process. I know what I like and I know what's playable and it, it's fun to, to pass that on to other people and give back to the game. All right, let's go Damon and then Gary. Davis, your son Drew is making his way uh, through this crazy game. How would you assess where he is now and where he can improve? Um, he can improve a lot like his dad by quit getting hurt. You know, he earned his, some status on the the Canadian tour this year, and then as soon as he got full status, he got sick, and we had to fly him home from Nova Scotia and ended up in the Mayo Clinic. It's like every – and he shot 60 the first round up there. And every time he gets going good, he um, playing well, he something happens. He's had a lot of injuries, a lot of, a lot of false starts, hadn't really played – I would say the same thing I would tell you, I probably told you before about Tiger Woods. If he plays a whole season, he's going to start playing really well. And same thing for Drew. If he could get a full season in somewhere, um, got a lot of potential. Um, there's a lot of kids on this island that have a lot of potential. And I watched Drew play with the Grayson Sigs and um, all the way to major champions. You know, Paul Peterson, I don't know if you know him, he plays a lot around the world, works, plays here. Great player, could play on any tour. If he could just get on the PGA Tour, he could do well. I, I see that for Drew or Grayson Sig or 
Davis Riley or a lot of these kids. I saw that with Robbie Shelton at Alabama. If we can just get them onto the tour, <laughs> they will do really well. I said the same thing about Bill Haas as a young college player. Bill can handle the tour if he can get there. And the challenge these days, I just caddied first two rounds of Q school. It's brutal. You know, they, you know you have to shoot 12, 14, 15 under par for four days or you're going to get sent home and try it again next year. Um, so his game is there. It's just, it's just getting over the hump and getting out on tour. Um, Keith Mitchell and I were playing last week, and our, our exemption list came out on Friday, and we were playing on Saturday. And I said, how strong are all these – he knows because he plays with a lot of these kids. How strong is it? He goes, yeah, Grayson Sid could win the tournament. He's playing better than anybody on the island. And that's how strong this – and South Florida has the same group, you know, um, of people you have never heard of that can really play golf. And you see it on the Corn Ferry Tour or on the McKenzie Tour. There's a lot of great players trying to make it to our level. And I would just throw Drew in the big group. that If, we, if you can get over the hump. I don't know how many times did Paul Azinger go to Q School? Like seven or some – astronomical number once he got there he stayed didn't he you know and and you see that a lot um, even Justin Thomas when he got a slow start but once he got going um, and I see that in so many of these kids if we just get them out here and get them started they'll, they'll do really well let's go to Gary you, you mentioned how you need power to stay in this game Charles Howell was in there a little while ago talking about the evolution of the game how he's seen it go from uh, you know being an emphasis on good iron play and working the ball and hitting shots to now it's mostly drive it long and put it great. Uh, have you seen that, and how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, let's go back to Jack. Jack was the longest. There wasn't that, weren't that many guys, and then my generation, there was four or five or six or seven guys that were super long. Now. There's a hundred guys that are super long, and you have to have that, and you have to have all other aspects. You better be strong mentally, physically. Better chip, putt. And now, when I watch these kids play, I, I watched a whole bunch of them two rounds of Q school. Oh, we go. Well, he he's not chipping it very good, you know. Well, usually you could get away with if you had one aspect of your game that you didn't do well. You can't be just a ball striker. I came out just a ball striker. I could hit it really, really good. And I got out on tour with that. I don't think I could, if I had to go back now with the game I had coming out of North Carolina, I probably wouldn't make it through Q school because I couldn't chip and putt. It's just not going to happen these days. So you have to have the power. Um, yeah, the game's different, but it's still the same. You have, you have to hold the putts. You have to hit it in the fairway. Um, it's just more guys playing Jack Nicklaus's game. And he did it. I mean, it was clear that Jack hit it farther and putted better. Now, he didn't have a great short game. Later in his career, he built a, built a better short game. Kept him not competitive, kept him winning a bunch. <laughs> um, you know, look at Tiger. Tiger got some bad chipping for a while, and it stopped his comeback. So you have to have every aspect now to, to be competitive. All right, let's take one more. Rex? But Charles Howell drives it not only long, he drives it straight. You know, that's what's impressive about him. Rex. Dave, you've been on the other end of some of those text exchanges with Tiger over the years about captain's picks or pairings or whatever the case may be. The fact he made this pick so quickly after Brooks announced 
he went straight to Ricky. Do you see that as part of the kind of leader he is? He was just prepared, and this was his game plan. And oh no, he yeah, he knew. I talked to him before Japan um, about who he was thinking about. I said, great, you can pick yourself, and you can sit yourself out. <laughs> you know, um, but he he knew. It's nothing's going to surprise the guy. You know, that's what. Um, go back to I. Everybody's been picking on me because all the videos of him beating me to win his first tournament. But he's been picking on me ever since then, and he remembers everything that I did, and he was just a kid, you know? So he's analyzing my play and my playoff strategy, and he remembers it. He just doesn't, he just doesn't forget. And so building up to the 16 Ryder Cup, every scenario that could could happen in pairings, he had already thought it out. And so now that he's in charge, is yeah, I can't imagine the notes he has and the information. But he knew what he was going to do, I think, even before Japan. He knew who he was going to pick, who his backup plan was. And now with Brooks, he's just been sitting on it, I think, waiting waiting for Brooks to say yes or no. Um, fortunate Ricky got sick and couldn't play last week. But, you know, Ricky will be ready. And like I said, another question. He's, he's a great guy to pick. No surprise that Tiger's on the ball. My new book is called The Golf Round. I'll never forget 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Look, we're going into the holiday season. I hope this is the perfect gift for the person in your life that loves the history of the game. History like this, the 1978 Masters. Well, first of all, I'm seven shots behind Tom Watson. And my son says to me, he says, Dad, you're playing so well. If you putt well today, you can shoot 65 and win. But it's not easy to shoot 65 at Augusta. Anyway, I'm out in 34 with a bogey. And I come back in 30. I actually touched the hole three times, but thank goodness I didn't because I would have never been invited back to Augusta. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. Footjoy, the number one outbrand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All Footjoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of Footjoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance. Trust the brand that has been number one forever. Learn how you can make every day playable at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. 
TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it for ever thegolftravelgroup.com tick-borne diseases like lyme disease which will have more than 7,000 new cases per week this season and biting bugs like mosquitoes that could be carrying west nile virus or even zika are threats to everyone but in particular to golfers stay safe with serious protection from ranger ready repellent i use it because it works it will not stain your clothes it doesn't contain toxic deek and it's available in multiple scents even an option for no scent at all. Whether you like boating, golf, gardening, hunting, whatever you do outdoors, protect yourself with Ranger Ready Repellent. For more information, go to rangerready.com. The U.S. Open, golf's most storied championship, returns to the iconic Winged Foot Golf Club. Next June, see firsthand the remarkable moments, the energy, the excitement of the 120th U.S. Open Championship. Don't miss your chance to be here next year, June 15th through the 21st, 2020. Tickets on sale now at usopen.com forward slash 2020. Hey, my new book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Moments like this. The 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller. We got a letter also on Saturday morning and said, you're going to win the U.S. Open from some guy in Iowa I never got a letter that that's all it was. They didn't sign it, nothing. It was just from Iowa, you're going to win the U.S. Open. So it was sort of an interesting experiences that led up to that uh, winning that Open. Uh, and, and the round itself was sort of out of nowhere because it just was a, a perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com Foot Joy, the number one outer brand in golf, ensures that you can make everyday playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions. New to the FJ Performance Outwear lineup this year is the all-new Dry Joy Select LS, the lightest, most waterproof garment FJ has ever produced, setting the new standard in rainwear. Amazingly, it's actually lighter than a golf shirt, but still fully waterproof. You can shop now at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. 
If you're a golfer or enjoy activities outside, you are at risk. The risk of Lyme disease and other illnesses are a national threat. Add in insect-borne illnesses like West Nile and Zika. Ranger Ready is insect repellent that's serious protection with premium wearable scents and clean, non-greasy formula. Ranger Ready is the best insect repellent available, period. Safe, 12-hour protection, nothing comes close. Log on to rangerready.com for more information. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com.